0: Hello, friends and thank you for joining us for another
1: episode of fort worth roots we had went ahead and scheduled the studio and and i realized well What's this going to take if I want to release I Do I have to call Keith Richards up? He's like, sorry, mate, it's $20,000. Yo.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or something like that.
0: More information on all of our sponsors at the end of the show, along with more information on upcoming events. Real quick, this episode is sponsored by Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can find them at roofingsolutionshouck.com or get them on the phone at 817-882-6520. Yesterday, we released an episode with Casey Smith from McFly's Pub. That's episode 153, I believe. And then tomorrow, we're going to try to release an episode with Amanda Victoria and Rita Alfaro as we kind of cover the Amplify 817 showcase that's coming up pretty quick here. And then, God willing, in the creek don't rise, we're going to try to get out uh, a new episode. Um right after that, and then just keep firing them at you until we get through this backlog. We got an event coming up real quick, and I want you to mark this on your calendars. If you want more information, you can go to our Facebook page and look for our Facebook event for September 23rd out at Pouring Glory. This is our big annual event, and this year it is benefiting Cook Children's. We're going to have live music, vendor market, special food menu, an award show that we put on last year, but this one's going to be bigger. We're going to do a live podcasting. We've got a co-host, Mr. Sean Russell, the four bands that are going to be playing. We got the J Birds, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensation, Late to the station and cassandra may Laurence. again this is happening at pouring glory september 23rd from 11 a.m to 6 p.m and we want you to come it's uh it's been paid for your admission has been covered so come hang out with us have a good time eat some wonderful food and uh listen to some badass music Today's recording is with a return guest. If you haven't checked out episode 75, The Doctor of Fort Worth Rock, I encourage you to check that out. I really nailed the intro on that episode. I did a great job of describing exactly who this doctor is. But since episode 75, I've been to so many of his shows and we've hung out so much that that's all just kind of secondary to me. Now he's a great friend and he's an incredible Fort Worth musician. Of course, I'm talking about Dr. Stephen Traum with the extremely popular Fort Worth band, The Traumatics. Today we get our friend to play for us twice in studio at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Studio located just outside of downtown Fort Worth. You can find all of the information on this band at thetraumatics.com. You can also find him on Instagram at Traumatics. That's T-R-O-U-M-A-T-I-C-S. It will be in the show notes. He's a world-renowned hand surgeon by day and he's a Fort Worth rock star by night. Affectionately referred to as Doc Rock here in Fort Worth. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. All right, what are you doing with Joe Tacky? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just going to start the recording there. Yep, huh? that's how it works. All right. <laughs> hey,
0: everybody. Um, Got Mr. Uh, Doc Rock, Mr. Steve Trome. Troum. Troum. I always screw that up. Man. Everybody, everybody does. You're not the only one. Troum. It's like
1: Trout the Fish. Or I say, surround sound, Troum. There you go. There you go. so <laughs> <It's a> little <laughs> verbal exercise for you. Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, the band The Traumatics. um... You know, for our first album, which is, um, the singles have been released, but the full album with the artwork is coming out in a month on July 14th. Uh, We did that originally with Taylor Tatch producing and Todd Pipes mastering. And then we did a set of, I'm going to say five songs. Uh, Most of them have not been released yet, so stay tuned. Uh, Just with Todd Pipes doing everything. And then we thought, you know what? Uh, I want to have the experience of having the whole band in there at the same time playing live. No click track like they did in the old days. Just good feeling the rock and roll while you're doing it. And um, Joe Tacky at Cloudland Studios had the perfect space for it yeah plus he's got his reputation and credentials out there and so it was a pleasure to meet him actually go into the studio and we did three songs um uh over at cloudland and so i've had now one session where we've worked on some mixing on one of them and then i'm due back uh i guess in another week week and a half and we'll do some more to try and get these songs you know mixed right and then probably... It, Joe doesn't like to do his own mastering, so I'll probably bring him back to Todd mm-hmm. for the mastering. Um, but we recorded our live version of uh, Sympathy for the Devil, which we've nice. done in concert, yeah. and has always been a popular you know, encore closing number. Yeah, because you guys kill it every time. And uh, and it's just a lot of fun to play. We do it our way. And uh, I'm like, I want to get this recorded. And even before... <laughs> and we had, went ahead and scheduled the studio, and, and I realized well, what's this going to take if I want to release them? Do I have to call Keith Richards up? And he's like, sorry, mate, it's $20,000. Yo. <laughs> 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 or something like that. I mean, this may be cost prohibitive. I yeah. had no idea. Right. And then I found out, you know, after the fact, thank God, is like you can actually go on a website like easysong.com. I learned this through Disc Makers, which uh-huh. is where we got our CDs made. Uh-huh. Um, and you can apply for a license for any cover song. Really? And it's a compulsory license, which means they have to give it to you. Right. I mean, there's certain exceptions, I think, right. but they're rare. And it's a statutory fee. So they can't... It's it's a, They have to give it to you. It's a set fee. It turns out for a physical copy, it's around 10 or 15 cents a song. I may be talking about my butt here a little bit. It might be 70, but it's not 20 cents. Right. So... Um, and Then there's a you know there's a fee for them to get it for you, so basically, for fifty dollars, uh-huh. I got the license to uh, to distribute our version of Sympathy for the Devil on a hundred CDs, which no one's ever going to buy but, <laughs> but at least we'll have physical copies yeah. and then a certain number of digital downloads, which again, no one really downloads music anymore right and then on the streaming services, they basically license it themselves and although we won 't make any money from it, uh, it'll be out there will be legal. And hopefully, uh, if you don't know our band otherwise, that'll be like a gateway drug Yeah. get yeah. us into the rest of our stuff. Yeah, get like your foot in the door. Hear yeah. our version of Sympathy for the Devil, which is a very popular song, and then you'll check check us out uh, after that. That's so that's awesome. that's the strategy. Well, that's good to know, too, because I, I just, like you
0: said, I would think that it would be prohibitively expensive to secure that license, but it worked out. Yeah, it did work out. Now, does that cover also, because I know that there are Agents of the music industry that pop into local venues to make sure that no one is playing Someone else's music and if they do catch you and that venue is not paying whatever organization a fee They can find the bar restaurant whatever because they caught somebody playing music that is licensed to somebody else Uh, So would that cover you to play that song in like a bar or a venue?
1: That's a good question, but it actually has nothing to do with us. Okay. Uh, it has to do with the venue. What you're talking about is the performance rights uh, organization, which is different from a license to distribute Okay, the music. That makes sense. And so um, the venue has to pay some fee, and I don't know how it works because I'm not a venue, mm-hmm. but you pay it to the performance rights organizations, which is ASCAP, BMI, yeah. I think there's a third one there might be a fourth one on the rise mm-hmm. now, um, but you pay a fee to allow cover music to be played in your right. venue yeah. and that and that covers you, and um, and I don't know what the levels are, whether you have to pay a certain amount for a certain number of songs Yeah. I know there are uh, several venues that When we play, they have a rule: no cover songs, Um, because they don't have the full license, I guess, to allow bands to to do their their original. So the venue gets in trouble, not necessarily the band. To my knowledge, yeah, Yeah, I think you're right, and I haven't really heard of that happening locally, although you hear rumors of that happening. Uh, Have you ever heard of that happening? Well, I talked to the guy up here down
0: the street. Uh, whenever they opened up Grumps, that burger place. Uh And I had asked him because there was a section inside the restaurant before they had opened up, and it looked like a stage. I mean, maybe I'm using my imagination a little bit, but it looked like a stage. And so I asked him about live music because, I, you know, aut- automatically I'm thinking, I know some people that would like to use that stage. Correct. Right? <laughs> and uh, he said, no, 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 that's just, uh, it's a little riser. We're going to put some more seating up there. And I'm thinking, okay, it does look cool. So, uh, but anyway, uh, we got to talking about it. And he said, you know, we used to do live music at some of our places. They have multiple locations all over DFW. And... Uh, he said, yeah, we, get, we got hit with a fine one time because somebody was pl- playing a cover song and he told me the amount and it was just astronomical and I can't remember what it was but it was not cheap. So wow. so his rule is just no more live music, which sucks, man. But yeah, so it I, I guess it is a, a real thing and um, there's another uh, venue down the street here called Boulevard Brew. My buddy Garrett owns it mm-hmm. and they play live music sometimes and uh, we got on that conversation because I asked him after having that conversation with the owner of Grumps. I'm like, are you going to do the ASCAP thing like just to kind of protect yourself? And he was telling me how much it costs just to get that uh, whatever licensing or really? whatever. And that is prohibitively expensive for a new business owner that, you know, isn't yeah. just rolling in dough, which uh, a lot of our friends that have businesses here in Fort Worth are, are not having that experience rolling in wow, dough. That, you know? that industry is <laughs> suffering
1: still. Yes, know? it is bad yeah i I know that i was talking to another venue owner this was in dallas though and his his rule was if you play on our stage and they have a gorgeous stage you no cover tunes yeah but during the day you know when there isn't they have background music playing but Mm -hmm. i think it's a special subscription they pay to a service that the the fee is the licensing fees are included and it's a little more you know digestible i guess right uh, at that level, I didn't go into the details with him, but if he's just playing music over the inter, you know, the PA system right. for public versus bands playing mm-hmm. cover tunes, so it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. it's just kind of you know one more obstacle preventing people from being able to hear good live music.
0: Well, you know? and it would be it, it would be a little bit more acceptable if I thought that that money was going to musicians to artists, but you know that that's just that organization paying their selves you know they're not going to go oh we got you here's the fine now we're going to give that money to uh doc rock because you're playing a song yeah that's I'm not how very, it works
1: I'm, I'm less than a blip on their radar I believe <laughs> uh, although i will i will say this i you know i'm a member of ASCAP. that's the performance rights that uh i use and um I've been getting royalties. Have you really? Yeah. Okay. So Um, I'm completely wrong about that. So I do get money. Uh You know, um, it's it varies. Uh, I think that uh, like if some of our stuff streams on you know Spotify, some of it goes to DistroKid, which is the distribution that me and a lot of other independent artists use. See that a lot. And so I'll get you know a tenth of a penny or something from them. But then I think they also pay uh, ASCAP a little bit. Yeah. Plus, ASCAP now has a program, and all of you performing artists out there should know about this if you don't already. And I don't know if the other, I don't know if BMI or the other ones have it, but ASCAP has a basically a live performance thing now where you can enter, go on their site, on your site, mm-hmm. enter the date and the venue that you played a show, mm-hmm. put in the playlist of the music you played, and it can be cover tunes too. Um, and then you get royalties for having played your own music at a venue. That's awesome. And so, um, yeah, and, and and you know, it's I mean, it's more than a few cents yeah. too. I mean, it's it's not a hundred dollars, but yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a few bucks that yeah. you weren't getting otherwise for sure. Uh, so, I, I would advise all uh, artists, live performing artists out there, to check that out if you haven't already. That's really cool. Yeah, I bet there's a lot of guys that don't know about that. Yeah, this whole journey has been a fantastic learning experience that's what i want
0: to segue this into because you were on the show god man it's been over a year now i think yeah i think you're right and uh you have accomplished you and the traumatics have accomplished so much uh i don't know that i don't know that you were being played on the radio back then and now you're on every radio station in
1: dfw well, we've appeared. Um,
2: <laughs> <coughs> you know, I said what I said. You what I said. Pl- yeah, no
1: you're, no, you're right. We've uh, so, you know, the radio stats are pretty good. I think for a new band, um, we've released ten songs and a Christmas song, and of those eleven songs, eight of them have been on the radio. Yep, and uh, a lot of them have been on the local show on KXT. Mm-hmm. We have like four songs on rotation on KTCU. Uh, plus they played our Christmas song. Mm-hmm. Um, we've appeared a few times back when 97.1 The Eagle, then became 97.1 The Freak. Well, they still had a local show on Sundays and yeah. we've appeared on them a couple of times mm-hmm. when I they were doing that. that, but they stopped doing that now. they are I think they're all talk now. Um, we've lately been on uh, 88.1 Indie, which is K... KNTU, which is the North University of North Texas radio station. Okay. Denton. Adam. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and uh, let's see, K-N-O-N we were on. As a matter of fact, when KON and the Reckless Rock radio show, which is awesome. Those guys are very cool. They have a Sunday night show that focuses on local music. Yeah. And so they've played our stuff a few times on their show, but most surprisingly, they did a show. Uh, January 1st of this year, where they, in their opinion, again, it wasn't scientific or anything, but in their opinion, they played during their show what they felt was the best music to come out of DFW Hell the yeah. prior year. Nice. And the first song they played was The Traumatics Blood on My Knees. Nice. And I'm like, that's badass. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's pretty rad. As man. far as I'm concerned, I don't care how famous you are, how many times you've, you know, how how many streams you get. If you get your stuff on the radio, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, absolutely. And I'm humbled by it, and I'm just thankful that we have stuff that other people think are good enough to put on there, mm-hmm. and, and it sort of helps validate kind of what we're trying to do here. Um, but yeah, and then across several uh, you know, internet-based streaming stations, Rarity Rock Radio, which is out of California and is mm-hmm. national, mm-hmm. is about to feature our new album in July. I think we're being featured on there. Under the Radar show. Now, how did you I'm make say that say July connection. 26. How did you get connected with those guys? We connected th- on social media. Um, somehow, uh, you know, I was posting about us being on radios and stuff, and I think Deep Dallas Radio or uh, uh, some of the other ones. Um, and uh, they popped up. And like, hey, congratulations! You know, if you want to send us a song, we'd be happy to hear it. And mm-hmm. So I'm like, what the hell? You know, yeah. it, you can't win if you don't play, right? <laughs> uh, so I went ahead and shot him one, and they're like, oh yeah, we we like, we're gonna play it. Nice. Um, tell us more about you. And, you know, this is all through emails now. And, mm-hmm. um, so I told them a little about us, and that you know, we had an album coming out. Well, let us know when the album's coming out. We may want to do a feature on you. And so, sure enough, it's coming up. Uh, And I don't know when this will air, but if it's after July 14th, it's available now, but if it's before, uh, it's coming out July 14th, and then on July 26th, I think, on Rarity Rock Radio, which is online, um, they're going to do, I think starting 6 o'clock our time, Uh uh, they're going to do a feature of the album, Watch Watch Me Burn, which is the name of the album.
0: Very cool. So, what? Uh, let's 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 tell the young musicians what they need to do in order to get plugged in like you have, because you are probably the best example that I've seen so far of a new band going through all the paces, making all the right connections, and getting your music distributed far and wide. How did you? What What would be step one for a new artist trying to do what you're doing?
1: So, <clears throat> that's a good question. I think step one, and you'll hear this from a lot of professional advisors, is you know, make sure your music doesn't
2: suck.
1: <laughs> 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 you know, a lot of people write music, and let's face it, there, you know, there's a gajillion things that people throw up on Spotify or whatever, and not all of it is good. And, <laughs> yeah. um, you, and and it's hard for people to sort through all of that to find the good stuff. It's unbelievable. But if you're able to um, write good music, and, and uh, you know it's good, and I'll tell you how I did it, um then you know what um, tr- spend some money to get it professionally yeah. recorded that's what I was uh, a lot I of people say. have their home systems and they, d- and they you know they sound like demos yeah um they might sound like good demos but there is a difference cuz i did it the same way i had a home recording system i mm-hmm. thought i was making fantastic demos and uh but if you compare my old stuff to the stuff that i had done professionally yeah. you know the stuff i've done professionally does sound better it does get on the radio yeah you know so um i think it's worthwhile if you really want to truly invest in in a good product but but how i started was um i got serious about my songwriting and i joined a couple of local songwriter organizations and uh the fort worth songwriters association and the dallas songwriters association and both of those have avenues where you can submit your music to be critiqued yeah by other songwriters, you know, not your mom, not your right. family, yeah. not your friends, um, uh, and, you know, it costs 10 or 15 bucks to go through the process, mm-hmm. but you get good feedback as, uh, that you can build on to make your songwriting better, and as you evolve into a good songwriter and you have a good set of songs, you know, then you know that, all right, I want, I want to record them, yeah. And then the next hardest thing is actually getting a band together, you mm-hmm. know, getting other musicians that believe in your vision, uh, that, uh, jump on board and are willing to work with you. Um, but I was able to do that because I have other friends, uh, you know, as you mentioned in your previous broadcast, I am a physician, as my day job, and I have other doctor friends that play music or, mm-hmm. you know, spouses of nurses and stuff. So the, the traumatics now is, uh, uh, me, uh, Doc Riot who's a family practice doctor he's on bass right he's on bass and then Sonic Boom who's the husband of uh, an OR nurse and so that's the band as it stands now that's your drummer that's our drummer and um, and they both believe in the music and they believe in what we're doing and they're having a great time and I make sure you know we're all having a good time because that's the other thing Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah practice you know don't just practice two or three times before a show Uh, Get tight Mm. so that you're, again, presenting the best version of yourself. And then as far as booking gigs, when you're a new band, you know, you're not going to book a Saturday night at a big venue. Right. I mean, if you're lucky and have some friends who have bands of their own that are established and get you to open, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Make friends. Make friends. (laughs) Um, But then the other is, uh, you know, purposely go book non-prime time slots yeah our first shows were like happy hour shows that we did for free on a thursday but yeah exactly yeah. you know i think our first show was at magnolia motor lounge which is a well-known venue was it the it new was, one or the old it one? was the old one okay and um but we got them to let us play a happy hour show on a thursday and uh we got a decent crowd of people to you know bigger crowd than their normal happy hour crowd mm-hmm. uh and then that enabled us to book primetime with that same venue. So we played Magnolia a couple of times, including the new one. Uh, and we now have a show to play. I think September twenty third. We're playing Magnolia Motor Lounge. Nice. You know, we played a happy hour show at the old Lola's Fort Worth on a Friday. Mm-hmm. And again, that showed that we could get some people there. Uh, it showed them that you know they listen to our music. It's like okay, they don't suck on stage. And mm-hmm. um, and then that just kept built. Once we did that, that kept building and allowed us to network and uh, book other places. But start yeah. humbly, and then work your way up. Well, and you guys have such a
0: fun group of friends that show up for all of your. I mean, I've I've caught you at multiple locations now. I've seen you play at uh, Twilight. I've seen you play at Magnolia Motor Lounge, and I know I've caught you at a couple other places. Um, I'm blanking right now. Did y'all play the itchy the very itchy Christmas?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played uh, Southside Preservation Hall mm-hmm. here in Fort Worth. I think yep. there's one in Dallas too. That's not the one. So we've played that. We played Mass when it was open a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's now the Cicada under yep. new management, and uh, I don't know if you've been there yeah, yet. They've done a times. good job with it. Like it. Wow. Um, that's where we're playing on July fourteenth. Yep, I'll we're, be there. We're playing Twilight again on uh, in August the twenty sixth. Then we got Mag. Magnolia Motor Lounge, and then we just booked a show at Harvest House in Denton yeah. on October seventh um, as part of a Neurofibromatosis Foundation huh. fundraiser. That's but it's cool. open to the public, yeah. and it's it's going to be this huge event. And we were honored to have been asked to play that. That's really cool. So it's it's like medically geared, but
0: it's it's going to live music and
1: yeah, and a new audience because we haven't played Denton before. We were supposed to play howling mutt with the jaybirds uh-huh uh, i guess a month or two ago but then howling mutt closed like oh, two weeks no two weeks before our show and so they didn't even contact us directly they just put on their facebook hey if you got a show after this date it is canceled man i tell you what i love you guys on a lineup together
0: jaybirds and traumatics that's that's a good lineup whoever else is playing that's fine but you guys together is great it is they're that
1: they're awesome yeah, JP and Jen are awesome. They're very cool. Yeah,
0: they uh, they've also accelerate accelerated very quickly too. I don't. They're not on the radio stations like you are, but they've got some acknowledgments and uh, like you and uh, your brother, you've got a great group of people that show up for your shows and uh, people that are listening. Uh, if you got a musician friend, you have no idea how important it is to show up for their uh, for their gigs for the, for their shows. Because yes, go it, to it, shows. It, it will get them
1: their next gig. <laughs> it will. It even, will help. Even if it's not your band, go go show up oh, to yeah. shows, bring friends, you know, promote it like it is your show and uh, hopefully they will reciprocate. Yeah. I know I go to a lot of shows um, you know where I'm not playing just yes, to hang you out. Do. I see you, know, you everywhere I
0: go. I try to catch shows too and nine times out of ten you're there. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah I try I try I mean year. I love my live music, yeah, you know, and I, I and I wish there were more people that shared that love you know I'm sure there was there was a time COVID screwed a lot of that up obviously but mm-hmm. um, it, it really is a fun thing to do and an enriching thing to do and uh, I think one of the challenges is getting you know the younger generations interested in yeah. seeing you know unknown bands mm-hmm. to hear new music live yeah. rather than just and trivia bands which have their place obviously right. and um, but if you want new music to thrive in your hometown, you got to support it
0: yeah that's that's something that we've been trying to carry that flag and really kind of harass people about it uh, to a point because you know that that's one of the connecting fibers for our city, and as far as commerce and people uh, visiting these restaurants and bars that we're talking about that are struggling because of the new economy um, this is one of the things that'll get people more involved with the community and just get out of the house um but you can go see we did this one weekend i went to uh ridgely room which not a fan of that one particularly uh but we went and then we went to magnolia motor lounge and there was one other place that we stopped by anyway long story short couple of the shows were free. I think one of them had a cover. It might have been Magnolia. I don't remember. But we paid $15 in total. We went to three different venues and we saw like maybe 15 or 16 bands. And this was all in one weekend. And so you compare that, $15 and you're right up front and you're getting a great show. And then afterwards you get to talk to the band, you get to hang out with them, maybe take some pictures, buy some swag if you want to. Versus... One show, George Strait, Dickies Arena. You know, you're paying yeah, four hundred fifty dollars,
1: Swift, <laughs> nosebleed. You're mostly watching the monitor. You're not even yeah. watching the person on stage because right. it's too small to see. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, look, you know. And yeah, there's a lot of pageantry there. Yeah, but that's what you're. That's what you're paying for is you're paying for a glorified mm-hmm. movie pageantry yeah. thing, and, and not really the the music is an art form in itself. Right. And and I don't get it. I'm I'm with you, man. It's like ten bucks, fifteen bucks max. You can go see, uh, and it's usually several bands. Mm-hmm. And most of uh, these things are or, free, right? Yeah, original yeah. stuff. You can get right up to the stage if you want to. There aren't these you know third tier nosebleed seats. Yep. And uh, you know. And I guess it's a different experience, but still, I mean, that's about as good an uh, economic use of your entertainment dollars yeah. as I can think of. I mean, it's such, uh, the,
0: apples to apples, it's a way better experience, these smaller shows. You know, you're not fighting for parking. You're not paying for parking. Uh, you're not paying $18 for one uh, shitty beer, you know? Oh, yeah. Like they've, no they've got doubt. like four beers to choose from and a tall boy, and you're going to pay 18 bucks for it. You're going to like it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's just a better experience, and then you think about all the people you're supporting, every single one of those bands and everybody that's in those bands, you're supporting them when you show up, you're supporting the venue. It's uh, supporting
1: it's, local economy. It's just better.
0: It's just better.
1: So, so how, how do we sell that? How do we make that? I mean, I have my own theories. I think we could get I mean, you guys and the local podcaster guys are the exception, but I think the media really needs to do a better job. And when I'm talking media, I'm talking about local radio stations. I'm talking about local television. Local I'm talking about the newspapers. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about you know other various cultural influencers mm-hmm. that really don't help sell the the local music yeah. scene. And um, you know yeah, there there are radio stations that play you know they'll they'll play the local shows or whatnot, and then a few of the acts will get in regular rotation know i think the one big alternative s- commercial station um you know alt whatever it is mm-hmm. doesn't even play local music yeah you know, they claim to be the alternative it's like well you want to play alternative rock play some of the local stuff yeah. that truly is alternative mm-hmm. and um you know you don't hear the news stations doing stories on bands or venues that are yeah. opening up uh you know, basically saying, hey, you know what? It's cool to go out and see live music. Here's a here's a story for you. You know, here's a story of a venue that's trying to support live music in, in town. Um, here's some music that we're going to play for you on, on our radio station. Um, I know another thing that uh, particularly Sean Russell of Cutthroat Finches is trying to, to work on is getting local venues not just restaurants but you know shopping centers to play local music over their intercoms you know yeah Um, that'd be awesome you know Walmart or wherever to play local music over you know while you're shopping Mm -hmm. Um, and that that every little bit helps to turn people on to uh, you know this industry which really I think deserves to thrive Mm -hmm. Um, I I think we need art and music in our lives, mm. uh, I think that um, it's worth the investment, I, I, you know. And I think people that will go see live shows will get something out of it. And and if we can just turn everybody's light switch back on yeah. to like, hey, let's go do this. You know, this is this is a legit use of our you know entertainment time. Yeah, I I think yeah, I'm just trying to figure out the best way to do that. Well, and
0: I, I think I'm I'm glad you brought up Sean too because I was gonna mention him um but i think that that's what it's going to take is the podcast community people like you people like sean russell uh organizations like friday on the green with uh, near south side i mean there are people that are trying to champion the the local music uh movement and it's just going to take constant and persistent pressure from everybody that's uh, invested in that idea to to just keep going and uh Yeah, I don't know if there's a a magic bullet for getting people off the couch, but we got to find a way to engage these people that don't get to enjoy the the artist culture of Fort Worth. And it is so much more impressive than it was even 10 years ago. I mean, Fort Worth uh, has local vendor markets all over town every single weekend. Uh, There's always a show going on. There's always something you can do. You can go see Jack Daw over at Liberty Lounge, Slang and Art, uh, in the parking lot on a Saturday. And then later on, go catch a show at, you know, stop by, get a burger at Pouring Glory and watch a band there, Denver Williams, on stage. And then shoot across to Cicada and watch the Traumatics rock out after the sun goes down. And I mean, just you can make a whole weekend out of it and hardly spend any dough. You yeah. know? but you're supporting the community you're, you're making these things uh, you're keeping them relevant you're, you're strengthening this, this little artistic movement that we're talking about so um, yeah and how do you translate to somebody that hasn't experienced it just get off the get off the couch and go.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> come really. Come play I mean, with us. Come hang out. It, once you do, it, you'll <laughs> like it. You know. I do want to give a shout out to you know Tom Martin's and the Here for Worth group. Yes, they they're good helping call. support um, amplify when Seven is doing a good thing. And yep. and I don't mind saying that I'm not a member of them. I keep applying with yeah. it. <laughs> hopefully one of these days. But uh, I do believe in what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, they you know they have a, a crop of good new artists that are joining you know each time they they do it and and so they're helping um but yeah we got we got to get the word out in a much uh, you know exponentially broader range and really penetrate the population somehow and and if there was a way to engage the media a little bit better mainstream media a little Mm. bit better i think that would help um you know if we can gain corporate sponsorship of some or get some of the larger corporations to say hey invest in local music put on some concerts you know rent out you know enter facility or venue here mm-hmm. and and do a special show and you know and theme it somehow yeah um, you know in my case uh, you know I would like to see like a healthcare worker appreciation benefit concert you know or, or some charity that you could support Uh, Regardless of what that is, and um, that you know, getting some corporate sponsorship and interest, I think would help as well. Mm -hmm. You know, who who knows who's marketing at American Airlines, man? Let's, you know, of course they're probably struggling too with all this, but still, it's always up and down. It's a a different level, and um, uh, you know, if there was a a way to engage some of these, you know, larger corporations and, and you know. Real estate people, I mean, yeah, real estate developers, they develop the real estate that these venues use. Mm -hmm. It would be in their best interest to make sure that these places thrive, right, Right, in general, so that they can now develop other communities Mm -hmm. um, that might have music as part of it. That's a really good idea, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna start sending some emails. We do need to get some corporate
0: uh, sponsorship influxed see, into this. Let
1: me sit in front. Of, I'll I'll talk to him. Okay. Yeah. Let you me uh,
0: let me give you my spokesman's uh, phone number here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, yeah. <you know, laughs> <laughs> one of the, and I, I fully admit this, and it's, you know, it sounds a little cocky the way it's going to come out, but um, one of the advantages of being a doctor is. People don't think you're stupid. <laughs> so when you say, it, like, oh, this guy's kind of smart. So when you say stuff, they, they, I think they give it a little bit more stock. Sure. You know, than just somebody, you know, yeah. try to blow sunshine at them. Yeah. Um, and I'm happy to use that to, you've earned it. You know, know. to, uh, to benefit the causes i believe in which certainly local music is one of them
0: well sean russell's doing the the dugout thing at the at lola's and he's constantly trying to come up with ways to promote the local music scene and next year um and i it just depends on sponsorship but we're going to launch a city-wide music series and what we're going to do is we're going to hop around different venues it's going to launch again depending on fun, f- funding uh Going to launch it in February, and you and I have talked about this, and you already shook my hand and said you'd do it. Heck so yeah. you're you're locked in. Anyway, start in February, terminate in September, and every month at least, I, you know, if we had the funding to do uh three bands three different days every month we would do it but what i'm i'm going to try to set my sights on is one band one venue every month up until september and then every band that played in that music series is going to be on one stage at at the end uh in that september event so
1: big festival Mm-hmm. I and, and i
0: want to grow it i want to you know promote it and and see if we can't get that turned into something that uh has a serious reputation and before you know it we got every musician in Fort Worth <laughs> that's a that's a lofty goal but you know get, get as many uh, musicians involved with it as possible but we need more stuff like that and that's what I kept hearing is we need more stages we need more
1: opportunity so this will open up you know a little well, you, bit more you get a good thing going you're going to attract all of Texas and beyond that's what we yeah right? that's what we do you're going to have people in Austin going hey they're doing this cool thing in Fort Worth we should <laughs> go up and do it yeah South by Southwest,
0: what's that? Yeah, right. We're going up to this Fort Worth Roots uh, Music Wide Series, (laughs) or Citywide
1: Series. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like you know Friday on the Green, which is an awesome event, but that Uh, they have their sponsors, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see, got to. They announce them and they've got them on their banners, Mm -hmm. and so I think that's the key to make it happen. You know, takes money to make this stuff happen, and then you have to, you know, offer, you know, uh, I guess commercial. Yeah, wherever we can see it. Yeah, Um, it's got to be on banners. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and and just have this partnership, you Mm -hmm. know, you know, between. Corporate and commercial and yeah. the music industry and and that's the way it'll thrive. So I think uh, you know, but like you said, plant the seed, right? You got to start at modest
0: or humble uh, beginnings. Start humbly. So it's right, realistic it's right here. goals with uh, the doctor and the yeah. podcaster and Sean Russell over there with his mortgage loans and yeah, we we, we got to get. <laughs> did you see the billboard he's on? I did. <laughs> I stopped and took a little video of that just because it was it was hilarious. I'm going down the road. And just out of the corner of my eye, I see Sean Russell's hat on a billboard. I didn't see Sean Russell. I saw his hat. It's and, and I did a double take, but it was too late, and I'd already passed it. It's iconic at this
1: point.
0: <laughs> yeah. those, I, I don't that have was to see wild. his face. I know he's at a venue. Yeah. venue. Yeah. Anyway. That's a cool moment, though. Your, your friends start popping up on billboards. That's pretty cool. That is cool.
1: <laughs> so a long time ago... When, you know when it was more viable. Uh, I actually was running a TV commercial during Texas Rangers game. Was and this so like got to call Saul style? Well, <laughs> no, nah, it, was, it was a little <laughs> classier. Um, but um, no, I, I I did this commercial. Ken, my brother, produced it. Uh, we ran it during Texas Rangers games. That's so cool. A lot of people saw it, and it generated a, some buzz during that time. And mm-hmm. we're talking fifteen years ago, probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, what were y'all we promoting? What's that? What were we all promoting? Oh, my practice. Okay, fifteen was, years ago. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was you know S- Steve Tram hand surgery basically. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at my old practice, and uh, and then we did a thing with radio where the The Eric Nadell and Matt Hicks were, you know, did a little blurb about, "Hey fans, make sure you check out TexasHealthyHands.com." Dr. Steve Trout is a specialist. Blah blah blah, and uh, that was cool for a while. (laughs) Um, But then it became prohibitive to do that That stuff's expensive. It's unbelievable, (laughs) and the return on investment wasn't what I had hoped. But Mm -hmm. man, it was fun when we did it, and it did generate buzz. You know, even though it may not have specifically generating dollars in, in the bank. But, um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's fun to see your friends out there, too, because yeah. a lot of people came up to me when they saw the TV commercial and kidded me about it. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah.
0: Um, you brought your guitar. We got the uh, auxiliary cable out here. I think we need to probably get a little bit of a Doc Rock on recording here.
1: You want to? I've been, I've been working on some new stuff. Okay. And so... I may play a, a song or two that hasn't been released yet oh. that we're finishing up with um, here first. Todd Pipes that hopefully we'll release. We're thinking about releasing one of them maybe you know, in September. Mm-hmm. Again, the al- the digital album is releasing in July, so I'm not going to release any new singles until after that. Yeah. But I um, thought, man, I like old Andrew. Let's play him a new song. You're the best, if man. Thank like. you. So, drop that headset, grab your guitar, and we'll get you hooked up.
2: <laughs>
1: interesting. but normally I play uh yeah I play with a microphone on the stand yeah. and I can change the distance of my head to the microphone Not now in order to <laughs> control uh oh look it's Ken Scott texting me? We can hook your phone up to Bluetooth and he can call in if he wants. <laughs> We're just confirming our dinner plans. Where are you all going? Oh, uh, What would I do with my... Um, we're going to V's House, which is a Vietnamese restaurant in Hearst. Oh, okay. Uh, actually, a nice place in a shopping center that's mostly deserted. Uh-huh. And you're like, what is this place doing here? Um, you know, in the middle of Hearst, in this deserted shopping yeah. center. It's right at uh, uh, right at Bedford Euless Road. And... Um, Near where Melbourne comes in, where the northeast, I think, is the northeast mall. Okay, um, but it's on Bedford Eulis Road, kind of right in the crotch between that and Airport Freeway. Yeah. Okay. And uh, it's in there a really good restaurant place. That's a little bit higher end than what you would think, uh-huh. but um, worth it. It's it, it's I'm mean, just not super expensive. Yeah. Um, but it's a little bit nicer than you know the the I guess the strip mall foot right. place that you might. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think there in a shopping center would be that nice. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I need to. Um, you want me to grab something? Yes. Can you grab that silver capo on the top of the cabinet?
0: The only reason I knew what a capo is is because Hillary Obermiller was uh, talking about hers last time she recorded here. Her and her husband.
1: Yeah. All right. So. Can you hear that? How's that? Yeah, that's, you can bring it down a little bit.
2: let give you a little more bass.
1: Yeah, I'm used to having like reverb and <laughs> shit on
2: it.
1: No pedals this today, gonna be, sir. This is going to be pretty raw.
0: <laughs> Alright, let me get a drink. It's going to be great. Making history here.
1: you didn't play for me last time. I did not. This, this is the first is, time me playing for you. This is overdue. And again, I'm most you know I'm mostly an electric guitar rock guy. Although, um, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, I started developing my songwriting on you know playing acoustic guitar with uh-huh. singer songwriter organizations. And so when I play my, my solo stuff. Uh, or for the open mics for these things, I'm playing just me and acoustic guitar. Yeah, you know, which works out real well. You know, this year alone, I did a set solo acoustic set at um, Mayfest mm-hmm. in Fort Worth. I did a solo acoustic set at the Wildflower Festival in Richardson earlier. I'm going to be doing a solo acoustic set at Sons of Herman Hall in Dallas for a charity event for one of the lodges of Sons of Herman. Nice, and uh, they call it Sunstock, um, <laughs> and that's because it's done every year on the anniversary, the weekend anniversary, not the exact date, but the weekend anniversary of Woodstock, okay, from nineteen sixty nine. Nice. And what I what I found out was, in order to play a set there, you play just your original stuff, except you have to have two songs in your set that were played during the Woodstock festival. Okay. So I had to go online and like find <laughs> out well who exactly played. You know, I'm not going to try to pull off any Jimi Hendrix right. on acoustic guitar. Yeah, I'm just not that good. <laughs> but I narrowed it down, uh, to, and I still need to work on it. But I'm going to play "White Rabbit" by Jefferson Airplane. Okay. And I'm going to try to pull off some semblance of, uh, with a little help from my friends that okay. Joe Cocker did. Yeah. And I'll never do it as good as Joe Cocker. That that version is amazing. But we're going to yeah. we're going to put something out there. It'll be excellent. But anyway, and what are you playing now? So this song uh, is called "Cigarette Love." Okay. Um, not yet released. Not yet released. Uh, we're, we're still in the process of getting this, you know, recorded and mastered with Todd Pipes, um, and it's kind of—I guess—I'll just say it's a little bit about a song of redemption. I Excellent. guess.
2: And I saw the hole You played it tough But they called you bluff So when you've had enough I got love I'll save you with my love I'll save you with my love I swear I'll be there to save you with my love, my love. The crowds you ran is that were wrong, all the guys that strung you along, Bad decisions that you made Reinforced your barricade You played it tough But they called you bluff So when you've had enough I've got love i save you with my love I'll save you with my love, I swear I'll be there To save you with my love, with my love Running fast but don't know to where Wonder why anyone should care But I took that dare On the night that you met my stare begin, get you on your feet again, let me in and I'll begin, get you on your feet again. Let Let me in, let me in, let me in. I'll save you with my love, I'll save you with my love swear I'll be there to save you with my love. I'll save you. I'll save you. I'll save you. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Screwed that up. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I got it on the uh, rebound there. Excellent. I just punched the wrong button. That's <laughs> all excellent, right. man. Have y'all have y'all played that one yet on stage? We have once or twice. Okay, because I stage. feel like I've heard it.
1: So maybe, uh, maybe and that's it's a, that's a lately kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it'll become more featured as we get it released. It's excellent and and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, a little new music. Um, what
0: sparked the? Uh, the message of that song? How'd you come up with that?
1: So, um, it's a mixture of things. And and, and one thing I want to (laughs) make kind of completely uh, clear is that a lot of my songs are works of fiction. Yeah. Based loosely on characters that may or may not have been in my life. May or may not have been me, but not necessarily. Yeah. Um, and then I build on that to make it even more fictitious. Yeah. But this song, uh, was conceived mostly, I guess. The original thought that gave rise to this song was, I remember, kind of back in high school. Um, I was a, I was a nerdy kid. I was well behaved. I you know I got good grades, whatnot. That's how you get but to be a doctor. Yeah, um, a surgeon. Right, but certainly there were also the kids that skipped class, hung out in the parking lot, s- smoked, which you weren't allowed to do when you were right. 15, 16 yeah. or whatever. Seventeen. So no, no. Um, and not just cigarettes the rap times right and but th- those group of kids always seem to have at least one hot chick <laughs> <laughs> yeah right and you're like and, and again this is complete high school angst and uh and uh, you know built up hormones and stuff sure. it's like man if that chick just would see the light and you know not make these bad decisions and hang out with those kids and you know hung out with a clean cut guy like me you know i bet she'd be happier yeah. And that's the underlying thing again completely fictitious yeah but <laughs> you, you know you but you see these people that have made bad decisions or are hanging out trying to be cool or whatnot and in on the inside they're unhappy cuz mm-hmm. they know they've made bad decisions or they know they may yeah. not be in wh- where they want to be in life and and you think you know again all it, all you need is love right yeah. and so that that's a very common theme in rock and roll and so I brought that into this yeah. so save you with my love and um uh Todd Pipes actually named that song Cigarette Love, just (laughs) because, yeah, Save You With My Love or whatever. I think there are too many other songs that kind of sounded like that. Right. Uh, But anyway, I think it captured the gist of the song and that sort of thing. I'm not familiar with Todd Pipes. We brought him up a few times this episode. Uh, Where does he run his studio out of? so he uh his studio now is in collieville okay so todd pipes for those of you that that don't know um he uh he's a lead singer and songwriter along with his brother toby pipes for deep blue something and they're best known for that 90s hit breakfast at tiffany's oh okay so he's a established rock star yeah toured europe did the whole thing um cool toured with a lot of famous people um but then after that, he, uh, he had a music studio, that was where Sean Russell started, Okay, uh, called Bass Propulsion Laboratories. Nice. And, and I don't know exactly where it was, it might have moved a couple of places, but he recorded uh, and produced the first Flickr Stick album that Flickrstick became famous for winning the battle of the bands on vh1 mm-hmm. and then sony took over the record and redid it before they released it but yeah. todd did the, a lot of the original nice. recording on stuff and then i think todd also worked with drowning pool in the okay. early days yep it's one of my high day. school bands and so he's <laughs> done and he's done a gajillion other things too yeah, you yeah. Know, I'm, I'm certainly doing him a disservice by not all of them yeah. he's he's mastered a ton just about everything taylor tatch produces okay he'll send the todd pipes to master and that's how i met him was mm-hmm. our first See album taylor? was done by taylor taylor sent it to todd i happened to run into todd uh on one of the rare times he actually went out in public um, <laughs> at lola's he was hanging out backstage with sean russell uh and they were doing a show with taylor young band taylor young toby pipes todd's brother is in that band okay Um, Taylor Young has done a ton of studio work for them and also has known them for literally decades Um, and so I went to the show uh, went back to say hey to Sean Sean introduced me to Todd Nice. and and I'm like oh Todd and he thought (laughs) I was going to say
2: oh Breakfast at Tiffany's oh that's my
1: favorite song you know the same crap he gets all the time I'm like oh Todd you mastered my songs and then Todd's like oh really and then we talked and then uh, you know after that I realized he lived a lot closer than Austin, Texas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was a long drive, and I love Taylor Tatch he does amazing work um, but the, just the economics at the time it was better for me to do the, the second you know, half dozen songs right. just locally with Todd and um, hope to work with Taylor again one of these days yeah. uh, but this last bunch was done with Todd so, uh, well, so the, I guess the proof will be in the pudding once we get them released and see how they're received and that sort of thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's Todd Graves.
0: Great. Now you promised me at least two. What else oh, you got? Two, man. Come on. Um, don't leave us hanging.
1: You know what? He's he's moving his capo. I was yeah. I wasn't gonna do this. <laughs> this literally is a brand new one. I don't even know that we played it live yet. Okay. We might have played it live once because we've done so many shows, I think we threw it out there one time. So don't be too and critical, this, folks. Yeah, and this is actually one of the three songs we just recorded with Joe Tacky at Cloudland okay. live. And uh, this one's called, you know, I don't like delving too deep into politics because you're always going to piss somebody off. Hell yeah. But, um, <laughs> cause, yeah, because they're so polarized uh-huh. now. But this song is kind of about that. It's called yeah. Civil War. Okay. And then we're literally engaged in this you know, social media, civil war, where I, I doubt that any of the two extremes of the sides will ever agree to anything yeah. and come together. Um, Unless it's got something to do with their paycheck. Yeah. They seem to rally around that. Maybe so. <laughs> um, but but even, you know, normal folk like us that might have political leanings one way or the other, um, there there's such a... It's just getting farther and farther apart and at some point you have to say to yourself. You know what? This is how it's gonna be for a while I need to learn to live with it yeah. and be okay with it and not be so pissed off yeah. all the time And that's kind of what the song is about and and two things about the song one uh, There are things in the song regardless of what side you're on There are things of the song you're gonna like and they're good. He things of the song you're going to hate. Yeah. So I think the end result is everyone's going to hate this song. <laughs> hey, if that's what you're going for. <laughs> <laughs> but it, well, it's not. It's mostly like, yeah, there's stuff that you're going to hate in the song, but it's there, and we got to learn how to live with it. And, and as you'll see, the the punchline is I've learned to live in this civil war. So, yeah. so here we go. Let's get let's give it a shot. You got this. See how it goes it is a sing-along so if you want a sing-along out there the sing-along <laughs> part basically goes
2: ooh-hoo-hoo la-la-la oh yeah hey, hey, hey you're so irate you want to make a date to crash the gate and set them straight wouldn't that be great But I won't take that bait And maybe we're not that free Maybe there's a better place to be But in all honesty I'm not that angry I'm not that angry anymore I've learned to live in the Civil War I'm not that angry anymore I've learned to live Woo hoo hoo, la la la, oh yeah Woo hoo hoo, la la la, oh yeah Sad, sad, sad Everyone's mad all the crap that you read on your iPad So politicians are bad What did you think we had? And maybe we're not that free Maybe there's a better place to be But in all honesty I'm not that angry I'm not that angry anymore, I've learned to live in the Civil War, I'm not that angry anymore, I've learned to live in the Civil War. Every day I face what becomes tomorrow's waste. Surrounded by disgrace, I hold my place. Choke, 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 I can't see through the smoke. Are you awake or are you woke? And can you take a joke? Or have we lost all hope? And maybe we're not that free I don't know Maybe there's been place to be But in all honesty I'm not that angry I'm not that angry anymore I've learned to live in the Civil War I'm not that angry anymore I've learned to live
1: Woo-hoo-hoo, la-la-la, oh yeah Sing it with me
2: Woo-hoo-hoo, la-la-la, oh yeah yeah. Alright, come on (laughs) Woo-hoo-hoo, la-la-la, oh yeah. yeah All right, bring it home. woo hoo hoo la-la-la, oh, yeah. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. There you go. That that literally is. I love it. Fresh. (laughs) New. And it
0: is. It's fun to sing along to that song. You made it easy for us. Well, the idea is to try to bring people together for something. Right. You know? So it's going to be that (laughs) (laughs) Usually I just do like a little quick snippet for social media, but I got the whole video. I I think I got the whole track. And I started it by zooming in on the shirt because I'm wearing a traumatic shirt today. That's awesome. Which is actually kind of random. I didn't do that on purpose.
1: (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. It's true. It's cool that you're wearing it regardless.
0: (laughs) This uh, This is in the regular rotation, man. I wear this at least once a week. Awesome. Yeah. Love this shirt. Do you uh, still have any Fort Worth Roots shirts? I'm, I'm going to cut a new batch. And we've, okay. we've got a guy here locally who is probably just completely fed up with my bullshit. Um, but I've been telling him, like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get get a design together and we're going to do this. We're going to make some shirts. And it just it's one of those things that goalposts just keeps getting moved back. But we have an event, the big event, in September like last year. Uh-huh. And um, I need to make sure I've got some shirts. Now, they will not be free this year. I did it last year. It was free. And I spent yeah, I missed out, man. In excess of a... I can't remember the exact dollar amount, but it was close to two grand on t-shirts. Oh, uh, they're not free to make. No. And I, I gave them away for free. And they went up, too. Yeah. It's so this year, it's like... like everything like, I'll make them as cheap as possible, but you people are going to have to help. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how much they're going to cost, so I, I don't want to throw a number out there, but I'm not going to try to uh, you know, make a bunch of money off of this, but I do need help paying for them this year. So I think probably what I'll do is I'll make up... I don't know, uh, 30, 40 shirts. And then if anybody's like, damn, I wish you weren't out of shirts, I'll make another batch with the money that we get from the first batch. Yeah. But, there you go. Yeah. Last year, dude, I went, I legit went broke on that event. And most of it was because of the shirts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was the biggest expense. Oh, man. But people like shirts. And uh, Chad Butler from the the Funky Panther podcast. Yeah. He sent me a picture. And this was a couple months ago, maybe a few months ago. But he was just out at a place doing a thing. And he caught somebody running around in a Fort Worth Roots podcast shirt. And I'm like, that is wild that you. Because, I mean, we we gave out, I think, 100 shirts. Holy cow. And um, I haven't seen anybody wearing, I mean, even my friends, like. (laughs) just kind of evaporated into the ether but uh anyway so yeah we'll get some shirts i'll make sure you get one all right and uh you know i'll I'll try to try to break for some extra shirts from homies so (laughs) i'm cool with that yeah (laughs) (laughs) awesome man okay so um i want to get Back on the show. Let's not wait a year and a half to do it. Um Absolutely. and then uh we need to get your bro on here too. I know we've been talking about it. Uh both of you guys are just the coolest dudes, and I would love to have you on the podcast regularly. Oh, well, thank you. Um and and not only that, not just because I like you, but you're you're one of the people that, that we were talking about that's helping the local musician community. So if you've ever got an idea if we can ever help you do something or you want us to set up the podcast, uh, at a gig or a performance or whatever I'm always here to help oh awesome so any dang old time I don't think I'm going to take you up either. I hope you do um you guys can even co-host if you want to just jump in on a recording one weekend let me know um okay so where can people find your content besides the radio
1: everywhere yeah, all over the place well I mean our website is thetraumatics.com and I try to keep that up to date as far as like the next three shows we're doing um of course, our music uh, that's digitally released on Spotify and iTunes and all the typical online streaming services. I think you can go on YouTube and find a few videos. Yep. And then also the um, the Traumatics-Topic, which is a YouTube station that DistroKid makes. I have no control over it. But they put a picture of the album cover, and you can listen to the song for free on nice. YouTube. Um, certainly, you can download it off iTunes if you wanted to you know, have it. Uh, we have a Bandcamp site and a Reverb Nation site. Um, I think you can buy it off of Bandcamp. I don't know that we have... We just have the cheap, low, freebie thing on Reverb Nation. Yeah, I'm not familiar uh, with that one. So, uh, but it's another independent band website where uh, people I, register their
0: stuff. I like to point people towards Musicians Bandcamp and any other spot that they got where people can go and purchase your music. Because... Everybody, I think, now knows that musicians don't make anything off of the stuff that you stream. So if you want to support this artist, you can go to his website and see what he's got to purchase there. You can go to Bandcamp and pay for a download.
2: Yeah, Bandcamp, that's, you that's get
1: it. it. iTunes, you can get it. And then, you know, you know what would be super awesome? Is if he came to a show, bought a t-shirt, and yes, we have CDs of the new album. And I love CDs. I don't yeah. care what anyone else says. I have a CD player in my car. <laughs> I like listening to whole albums. Yeah. Um, I still have a collection from, you know, growing up in the 90s and 2000s that I, that I listened to. You got the big binder and with and all the, the sleeves in it? Uh, no, I don't have that. Actually, I have a gigantic, takes up a whole wall of shelving. Nice. That has, you know, thousands of CDs in it. But um, they were the cheapest to make. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'd like to make vinyl, but that's really God. expensive. Yeah. I, I don't feel comfortable that I would sell enough to get my money back. Wow. Um I don't know how long vinyl is going to last because it went away for a reason last time. <laughs> but I think CDs might make a comeback just because it's, you know, cheaper. as far as physical copies. It's cheaper. Yeah. And, and the sound quality is better. And, yeah. yeah, you can play them in your car. You're not going to play your vinyl in the car. Yeah. Um,
0: Although they did have uh, vinyl players in cars back in the 60s. They
1: tried. <laughs> not in my car. <laughs> um, they didn't work so well but you know and final is cool and I love the fact that it's making a comeback um, but I, economically I just don't think it's the right decision for me quite yet but CDs I don't mind making I, you know threw a couple hundred bucks in to get some made and we got them at shows and it would be super cool to get one I'll sign it for you and um, that's a way you can support us as well oh yeah get off the couch come to a show and honestly, all the money I make, I'm just spending anyway. You know, I'm back keep, into the music. Keep, yeah, yeah. keeping local studios and t-shirt makers, and uh, you know, wherever I go to eat my meal that mm-hmm. night of a show. Yep. Uh, yeah. know, So, so it's, the money's being just reinvested into the community. Yeah. I'm not making profit off of this. Right. Yeah. So We'd love the, the support to help absorb some of the expenses. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for doing this, and
0: uh, we'll get you on the show uh, here in the near-upcoming future. Absolutely. And again, if if we can do anything to help you uh, at a show or support you in any way, let me know. I will. All right. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. (laughs) Huge thank you to Mr. Doc Rock. Legendary Guys, I'm not kidding. We have a lot of incredible bands on here, but the Traumatics accelerated so quickly and started playing on so many radio stations that it's just, it'll break your neck. Neck break speed. You can find them online, thetraumatics.com. You can also get them at bandcamp, traumatics.bandcamp.com. On Instagram, it is at Traumatics. That's T-R-O-U-M-A-T-I-C-S. And again, that is in the show notes. Dr. Stephen Traum, thank you. Surround Sound Troum. Make sure I'm saying this right. Dr. Stephen Traum. Thank you very much for being on the show. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to make sure I don't say that name wrong anymore. He hears it all the time. And it's got to be just so annoying. All right. Doc Rock. Instagram. At Traumatics. Ladies and gentlemen, we got the big show coming up. September 23rd out at Pouring Glory. This is uh, We did this last year. We called it our 100th episode uh, release party. This year it's just the big event what we're going with this one is FWR 23 next year we're going to do FWR 24 just keep it simple keep it simple anyway September 23rd 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. it is benefiting cook children's we're gonna have four bands on stage for you uh, starting with I don't know if this is the lineup I got itchy richie and the burning sensation is the one uh, responsible for running the show he's got Cassandra May Laurence uh, late to the station Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations will be playing and uh, the Jaybirds or Jaybirds it's going to be a great show Uh, I quit calling stuff free a long time ago it's been paid for Uh, your admission has been taken care of so Uh, live music vendor market special food menu our annual award show that we did last year we're going to keep that up We've got more awesome people to acknowledge during the show, uh, and we're going to be doing a live podcast. We're working on trying to get you a special guest out there, uh, co-hosted by Sean Russell, this whole thing is. We'd love for you to come out, uh, support these musicians, support this, uh, this, this thing that we're doing, trying to put shows on for you and have a good time. Last year was amazing. You guys really showed out last year, um, hoping that the same folks show up and bring about 10 friends be great so we're gonna have goodie bags at the door and if you'd like to keep up with more details as we get closer to that date you can find us on uh, Facebook events uh, for Fort Worth Roots and we will make sure if you just hit the interested or the going button I believe you will get updates as we post new stuff so that is exciting we're gonna have some really cool vendors out there I already got a few lined up just waiting to solidify that before I start rattling off names but it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a good day all right, September 23rd, and it'll be in the show notes, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. out at Pouring Glory. All right, I am going to try to get you one episode every day until the backlog's completely cleared out. This is ridiculous. Uh, Doc Rock's episode should have been out a month ago. And uh, if you haven't caught it yet, episode 75 is the first one that we did with uh, the doctor. And uh that's got more of a origin story in it, so definitely worth checking out. All right. Roofing solutions by Darren Houck. Get them at 817-882-6520. They're offering you 50% off of a roofing tune up. You can get them online at Roofing and that will be in the show notes. Uh, Darren at Roofing Solutions by Darren How, him and his family have been taking care of the Fort Worth Roots podcast for over a year now. These guys are awesome. And they're the reason that the show's still here. So, um, but that doesn't mean he's a good roofer, right? Nah, go online, check whatever platform you want. You're going to see that this is the highest rated roofer inside the DFW area. Great reviews. Check that out. Again, his website is roofingsolutionshawk.com and his phone number is 817-882-6520. That will be in the show notes. Hawk Walker Originals. Go to hawkwalker.com. They offer a huge variety of unique and personalized gifts. Also laser engraving and personal uh, Also laser engraving to customize just about anything you can think of. Woodpostmetalworks.com, they've got an offer code for you. You've heard me talk about these guys. You've seen me put their stuff on social media. Um, You can get 10% off on this stuff. Just at checkout, use podcast817 in the uh, offer code box. They specialize in metal signs with or without LED backlighting, fence and gate repair, or installation, light steel fabrication, industrial plasma cutting, and more. Keep Fort Worth roots. Uh, excuse me. Keep Fort Worth roots awesome. Keep Fort Worth dollars in Fort Worth pockets. That's where you need to go to find yourself uh, interesting gift ideas for those two uh, last sponsors. Body Machine Fitness. They're located at 2300 West Seventh Street uh, here in Fort Worth. That's part of the Left Bank Shopping Center. They offer a truly one-of-a-kind fitness experience. Your first class has already been paid for. Go to bodymachinefitness.com to schedule your first high-energy cardio-strength group fitness class. With best in industry trainers, cutting edge uh, audio and lighting system, show up early or stay after the class for the IR sauna and nutritious snacks in the lobby. McFly's Pub, that was uh, yesterday's episode, I actually released it on Saturday, promoted it uh, today on Monday. Um, McFly's Pub, uh, the owner, Casey Smith, uh, Casey sat down with us to do a really fun recording and we're hoping to do more with that guy because he's got a ton of really awesome stories. He knows everything literally everybody in fort worth so anyway you can go to mcfly's pub check this place out yourself we talk about it extensively in that episode it's a 1980s back to the future themed bar with a very impressive outdoor area and fire pit hang out and bring some friends for pool darts cornhole jenga and catch a live event with the local musicians on stage multiple times every week uh, i believe tommy luke is still doing the tuesday open mic night that's always fun i think uh when i hear open mic i think mm, probably not that good but you got some legends just rolling up with their guitars and doing a little picking and grinning uh on that open mic stage uh, there with tommy luke at mcflash pub every tuesday so check that out pouring glory we just talked about them right 1001 bryan avenue fort worth texas uh Pouring Glory is a growler refilling station. You get these big old jugs, take it in there, they fill it up, and you take your jug with you. It's the best way to travel with beer. With a closed lid on it, of course. Uh, They serve craft beer, award-winning food, and also have uh, an excellent stage for live music. It's been a little bit warm for their patio, but the interior is awesome. And that patio uh, is a great place for Dog Park Sunday doggos get to come out and be let off the leash, I believe from 11 to four every Sunday. And they've got dog bowls out there and a water mister system that uh, provides you with a little bit of coolant from above on these hot uh, August days. So uh, yeah, it's hot outside, but if you're going to be outside, this is the place to be outside. What else we got? Cowtown Nutrition. Don't forget about these animals located at 5430 River Oaks Boulevard they offer a healthy alternative to that compulsory fast food craving you can also load up on your favorite Herbalife products and learn about their fitness groups that they hold on location at Cowtown Nutrition check them out on Instagram at Cowtown underscore nutrition and thank you to all of our sponsors these guys are awesome show a little bit of love for my friends here go check them out Keep Fort Worth dollars in Fort Worth pockets, I always say. Is that it? Is that really everything that I've got for you today? I think it is. All right. So uh, I'd really like you to go check out yesterday's episode with Casey Smith, owner of McFly's. And I'd love for you to check back in later this week. Um, I'm going to have an episode releasing with Rita Alfaro and our guest, Amanda Victoria, who's going to be uh, playing at the Amplify 817 Showcase. Uh, is it Will Rogers Theater? It's it's Will Rogers, right? I think so. Anyway, more details to follow. That's why you got to watch the episode. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't have those show notes in front of me yet. Um, but they did it last year, and it was awesome. Uh, this year is going to be even better. And uh, our our buddies Gosagi, the uh, Japanese taiko band uh, that practices every Sunday at the Fort Worth Roots Podcast Studio, uh, are going to be opening up the show. I believe it starts at 6.30 and they're going to be out front beating them drums up. They've been working tirelessly uh, on new music and perfecting their art so that uh, they can put on one hell of a performance for you. That's enough babbling out of me. Thank you all for being here, and I'll see you here in a couple days. See you. you. <music>